0: Welcome to Spark, our weekly inspirational podcast full of actionable ideas for strategically preparing your business and yourself for anything that may come your way. I'm your host, Stephanie Redcross West. And now let's jump into our next episode. Hi, everyone welcome to today's session today's session is about kind of what to do when it can feel like no one is listening and the reason i put that term in there it can feel like no one is listening is sometimes when we're doing a lot of our marketing when we're doing all these posts on social media when we're doing blogs or writing emails it can feel like why don't i have the big numbers Why aren't people responding? Why aren't people commenting? Why aren't they doing this? And then we back ourselves into kind of this corner. We back ourselves into this environment where we start to get frustrated, when we start to feel like what we're doing is not impactful enough and that people aren't hearing about our brand, our business, and most importantly, how we can help the world. So what I want to do today is give you some ideas, wanted today kind of give you some advice and also share some of my personal experiences um, as we've tried to build brands either for ourselves um, or we've done it for clients that may help you if you're struggling with kind of breaking through in this crowded kind of online space. Now, for many of you that are joining us live, we always love comments and questions, so I love it when these sessions are interactive. So if there's something I'm saying, something I mentioned and you're like, oh, Stephanie, can you back up? Can you explain that? What about this or how it applies to my business? Please use the comments. And I will jump in and try to address that right away. Some of you are going to be listening to this on our podcast or maybe as a replay, and you can do the same. You can post it in the comments, and I will follow up there and try to answer any questions you have about trying to make sure your voice, your message, and your mission is following through. So as a tradition, when we get started, if anyone is watching us live, just let me know, say hello in the comments and let me know where you're listening or watching from just so I can say hello and we can kind of get this dialogue started. Now, as far as what to do, what should you be doing? The biggest thing I want you to do is when you start to feel like, why is no one listening? You start to get into that frustrated mode where you feel like, I have great things to share, I can help people, but I'm not seeing the people liking my posts. I'm not seeing the people showing up to my events. I'm not seeing people participate or comment and so forth. What I want you to do is take a step back. I want you to kind of make sure that what you're feeling and what is happening is real. So one thing that we have to do is we have to spend some time kind of looking at the numbers, looking at the metrics, thinking about what is really happening as far as people engaging, as far as people interacting, and so forth. Because what happens sometimes is you may not be getting a ton of people live to your sessions. However, if you looked at the stats, if you looked at the numbers, you may see that more people are watching your live sessions as a replay. So therefore, the frustration that you're feeling, the kind of anxiety that you're feeling around doing your live videos around there's not a lot of people there live, it may just be either the time of day that you've chosen for your live session, or it may be that we really have to do more promotion to let people know that, hey, I'm going live, show up when I'm going live. And that doesn't mean your message is not getting out. It just may be getting out more in replay format. So make sure that you're looking at those numbers so we understand where the opportunity is. But more importantly, we don't misread the impact that you're making. We're not misunderstanding the fact that you may be getting your message out. You may be connecting with people, but what you may be finding that... What happens is people are connecting at a later date. Same thing can happen with webinars. When we first started, we had a good amount of people showing up to our webinars, but I always had more people watching the replay. And while initially I might've been looking at those live numbers and wondering why and what was going on, I was really grateful that people still tuned in and watched the replay. Hey, we have someone showed up. Hey, Roberto, great to see you. Glad you're joining us live. Let me know if you have any questions about the content today. All right. So that's one thing I want to make sure when you're starting to think about getting your message out, developing your message, making sure that um, what's happening and if nobody's listening, I want you to do a kind of fact check on your emotions or how you're feeling versus really what's happening. Also look at your content across multiple channels. What we've been finding is what I see happening in LinkedIn versus Facebook versus YouTube versus Periscope um, versus um, Instagram Live, those numbers are different. The impact tends to be different. And because those impact and those numbers are different and I should expect different numbers in different places, sometimes when I look at them as isolated platforms, The numbers are maybe not what I had expected or what I wanted, but when I start to aggregate that together and look at how many people I've reached as a total, when I start to look at the numbers and say which videos are reaching more people, which content is reaching more people, I might have a different perspective. So sometimes it's perspective that might be doing you in. So I want to make sure that you're thinking about that. The next thing I want to mention is when you're trying to kind of get out there, make sure the world is hearing you, I want you to spend some time with your potential customers. One of the biggest mistakes that we can make as business owners, as marketers, is we kind of get in our own world, especially these days where many of us are working remotely, working from remote offices. And what can happen is your content, your materials, your information – may not be landing with your potential customers because you've lost a little bit of touch on what matters to them. You've lost a, maybe a sense of what's important to them. And I say you've lost in a general sense. You might have just gotten a little bit deep into your business. So understanding what keywords, what's important to your customers now, it's so easy as business owners that we can lose that pulse And what I find is it's so important that you start to spend time, maybe in Facebook groups, as an example, I find this is a great place, where you start to see what people are talking about. What are some of their concerns? What are their worries? What's really driving their behavior? And what happens is your content, your information, your email should become the answer to the challenges that your community is talking about in groups. Now, when I talk about groups, these can be groups, Facebook, LinkedIn, It can be all types of groups. I join um, Slack groups. I'm in all different types of communities because what I want to do is make sure I understand my customers' needs. I want to make sure I understand what they're looking for, what they're interested in. So I want you to do the same thing. I want you to spend time with your customers, your potential customers, so you understand what their issues are, so that your content, your information answers. All right? The other thing is I want you to merge yourself in your industry. I can't tell you how many people are not listening to the news about what you do. If you're a coach, I want you to hear what the latest that people are doing in the world of coaching. If you offer food, find out the latest in manufacturing, grocery stores, place product placement, watch podcasts, watch a lot of, um, watch, listen to podcasts, watch videos, um, you know, create Google Alerts so that you have a sense of what's going on, what people are talking about, what's the buzz, what's the new and the latest and greatest. It doesn't mean all of your content has to reflect that. It doesn't mean you have to become the news source for your customers. But what I want you to do is make sure that you have information and ideas coming towards you so that when you start to create content, You're not starting with a blank sheet of paper. And also what you talk about continues to be relevant, continues to link into what's going on. Now, I don't want you to feel like a trend chaser. I don't want you to feel like a person who's just kind of waiting until everyone else talks about it and then you talk about it too. That's not what I'm suggesting. What I'm suggesting is that you really understand what's happening in your industry you understand what people are doing what people are trying how people are testing Um, and it's been a great exercise even for me um, myself i do a lot of coaching and training for people who do cooking classes so because i do a lot of coaching i do a lot of training there What I love to do is hang out in Facebook groups that have instructors so they can talk about some of the challenges they're having, some of the issues that they're struggling with, some of the roadblocks, or just even small things that are keeping them from doing what they want to do by me understanding that, when I create course content, when I create blog posts, when I create podcasts, I can make sure that my ideas, my even unique, or maybe I'm going to throw out a new way to do something, can address what is an ish- issue in the industry that I serve. The other thing is, get comfortable with sharing your point of view. And I don't know how many of you that are watching right now, let me know, is anyone a little nervous a little concerned a little worried about sharing their point of view especially these days because with social media with Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of folks that are the trolls, as we say. You know, people will attack you. People will sometimes not even disagree, not truly disagree with you, but they'll post something just to create that controversial message. So I find for a lot of people, the reason that they're struggling to get people to hear them, to understand what their business is about, what's unique about their business, how they can drive change how they can help people is because an individual is a little bit nervous sharing their perspective. They're afraid of the exposure that can happen when you are telling other people how you feel about something, what you think about something, why you created that product or service why you wrote that article the way you wrote it, why from your perspective or for your lens that you think this is a good or ideal approach. And until you start to get comfortable with sharing your perspective, and I don't mean it's an I, I, I kind of approach with your content. What I'm saying is there's a piece about who you are, how you see the world that is unique. That is maybe interesting. And what I don't want you to do is hold back on that. I don't want you to be afraid to kind of go into a place where you share who you are and your perspective, because sometimes that can feel like exposure. That can feel like it opens you up for people to critique your perspective, to give you perspective on your own perspective. And what sometimes business owners do, sometimes what entrepreneurs do, is they kind of duck and hide because they don't want to take on that confrontation. They don't wanna take on maybe the discussions about what they think and what their perspective is. And what I don't want you to do is be afraid. Now, I don't want you to get out there Especially if you're not a person that loves controversy, I'm not pushing you to create waves. I'm not pushing you to kind of create the controversy around your business or brand. Um, I'm personally not that kind of person. It's just not my personality. But what I want you to do is I want you to feel comfortable sharing. I want you to feel more comfortable talking about why and how you do things so that the world understands. you are especially if you're the founder you're the business owner you're driving that vision of the business for people to kind of know for people to want to follow you for people to continue to want to hear your voice they have to have that perspective the other thing i want you to do if you're trying to get more people listening is get better at communicating. And I know that sounds kind of weird to say because it sounds kind of basic like, well, of course I wanna be better at communicating or I am a pretty good communicator. And the reality is you may communicate well on stage. You may communicate well on the phone when you talk to someone. Maybe you're an amazing writer and you can really put that information on paper. But every time you go into a different medium, every time you go into a different space, communication may change the approach, the style, the way you do things. And what I want to make sure is that if you're going to do things like live sessions, that you start to look at your communication style in a live session. How can you make it better? How can you make it more engaging? What way can you really interact with people? And how can you make the sessions really kind of work for the viewer? As well as how do you do it so that you don't feel kind of overwhelmed by the session. I know sometimes I see people do live sessions like these and between the comments popping up, um, their phones dinging, their computers dinging, all these things are distracting them. All these things are happening and it shows when they're doing the live session. So, what I want you to do is if you're a person that's going to do live, if you're a person that's going to be on video, I want you to get that process down. I want you to see how you can do it and start to watch others that maybe do live sessions and see if there are tips that you can pick up on. Maybe someone does a video that talks about what's the best way to get the most out of your live session. Let's watch some of those videos on YouTube. Me personally, I'm doing more and more interviews. I'm interviewing more vegan business owners. So what I wanna do is get better and better at my interview skills. I really wanna get good at asking questions. How long those questions should be? How do I engage a person? How do I create and get my interviews to be more dialogue than necessarily ask a question and someone talks for five, 10 minutes? I'm working on those skills because I wanna get better at interviewing. And by me getting better at interviewing, not only is it going to make my interviews better, it's going to make it a better experience for my guests, the people that I'm interviewing, and it's going to make it even better for the people watching. And that's how I want you to think about what you're doing. When you think about your content, how to make it better. Now, I'm using examples of live just because I've been doing a lot of them, but the same thing applies when you think about your email marketing. Same thing applies when you look at any of your channels that you're using is to make sure that you're looking at ways to make it more engaging and more exciting. What a lot of people are doing in blog posts these days, instead of just having a blog post that's just text, what people are doing is they're including images, they're including screenshots, they're showing people what they're talking about. And similar what you see in like a recipe, where in the past it would just be the picture of the final product and then the details of the recipe, where a lot of people now are posting photos of the recipe along the way. You know, when you mix this two things together, when you mix the remaining ingredients together, what it looks like before you put it in the oven, that kind of concept. You want to do the same thing with your content, include images, include what you're talking about, what you're explaining, and include the process. Even if it's something as simple as you sell vegan makeup, show pictures of the process of different looks, show how you build those looks. If you're talking about the products that you create, talk about that process and show pictures of it in your blog posts. This is how you're going to be able to increase your engagement and activity around your communication. The other thing is, try to be consistent. This is really hard for me. So I completely understand if some of you are out there like, I don't want to show up every single week, or I don't want to show up every other week, and nobody's there. Um, You know, I'll just show up every once in a while when I have a chance. And if you're feeling that way, if you're feeling a little bit like You wish they were there before you got started. You wish you had a packed house um, before you got started. The idea is that you really have to earn the trust of your community first. We have to earn the people that are willing to show up and and look at you today. Even many of you that are watching me today, I know I have to earn your trust. I have to prove that I have great content for you, that I want to listen to you, that I want to dialogue, that I'm going to... Provide you with information and and ideas that you can use in your business. This becomes a little bit like a contract between us. You know, I'm, I'm trying to earn those likes and those comments and so forth. So therefore, I want you to do the same thing. I want you to feel like this isn't something where people should just show up they're not obligated to show up. Honestly, you should be investing in your community. This is an opportunity for you as a business owner to give your knowledge, your information, to really help people understand who you are and how you can help them. So be comfortable with earning it before you get frustrated and feel like nobody's joining. All right. And then back to the consistency piece is really think about how you want to communicate. If you're going to do blog posts, pick a specific day, write the blog posts and have them scheduled each one of those days. So people can start to anticipate and really look forward to it. Same thing. If you go live, pick a day, whether it's once a week, every other week, if it's a Tuesday a Wednesday, whatever that time is, be consistent because now people can show up. People can be like, wait a minute. I missed Stephanie's session this week. Let me see if I can go find it. So maybe they don't show up all the time, every time. And I don't mind if people aren't here live. I mean, I love it when you're live. It's so much fun to see you. It's so so great to see the comments. But if you watch this as a replay, I am super ecstatic and happy as well. I just want to make sure that I can be here. I just want to make sure I can share it. And that's where I want your mind to be when you're trying to get that information out. And then the last piece I would say is when you feel like you're doing all this work, you're working hard, you're trying to figure out how to get it to gel, is I want you to make sure you engage everyone. Even if you only have two people show up, if you have 10 people show up, if you expected 150 people showed up, engage everyone who is there. Because the people that showed up for you, they showed up. And we can't spend all of our time worrying about the people who didn't show up. And what happens is you're not giving the love to the people that are there for you. And what I mean by that is engage with them, ask questions, just like I've done in this session. I said, let me know who's watching live. Let me know if you have any questions. And some people will ask questions. Sometimes I see comments pop through. So it's really good when I can see comments as well. And some people will send me a note afterwards because maybe they don't want to be on screen and they didn't want all the, you know, the exposure. They just wanted to send me a note. So I do that. The other thing I love to do, what I recommend, is when you go live, anyone who joins you, so say they hit the like button during your live presentation, say they post a comment. After the live session, go into your messages and send them a note and say, thanks for showing up live. Thanks for supporting me. I really appreciate that you were there. Do you have any questions about anything that we discussed? And by creating this opportunity, where you go that extra mile, you're actually acknowledging that they took time out of their day to spend with you. I think not only is it a great way to build rapport, not only is it a great way to really make sure that you create a habit of being there for your audience and your community, but what I also believe is it starts to build that kind of relationship with individuals that will continue to show up. It will help you grow your audience ultimately, because many people will become loyal. They will be really interested and excited in what you're doing because you showed that you took the time to invest in them just like they took the time to invest in you, which I think we want to have mutually beneficial relationships in our businesses and with our communities. And then finally, I guess what I want to say about this is I want to make sure you're engaging and talking with people because it's not all about the numbers. It's not all about how many people comment and how many people like your post. That's just a proxy. That's just a number for you to gauge awareness, interest, and so forth. But at the end of the day, it's about people. It's about the, about the people that you serve in your community. It's about the people that you help and the people that you impact. So at any point in time, when you can take your messaging down to the individual level, when you can start to interact, engage people, and really make sure you engage the people who are already in your corner, I find that's a win. So please take the time to say thank you, take the time To acknowledge people when they show up, take the time to appreciate, even if the numbers are not where you want them to be, because those people can become your ambassadors in the future. Those people will start the word of mouth campaign for you and help get more and more people to listen to you. And those people were the pioneers that showed up in the beginning. And I really believe that as business owners, as marketers, as individuals that are sharing our messages, that are getting out there, supporting people, helping people, um, and doing all this great work that we need to truly acknowledge and appreciate the people that are there for us, the people that are in our corners. So I want to make sure that you don't get caught in a false sense of it's got to be big numbers. The idea is the people that are there in your community, love them, support them, be there for them, appreciate them, and continue to earn their time continue to earn their interest and continue to conserve to serve them because I feel like that's the best way to build your business. That's the best way to build your brand. And that's the best way to get more and more people to listen. All right. So with that, thank you everyone for listening today. As always, if you have any other comments after watching this, you can always post it in the comments in social media. We are going live here in Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Periscope. And if you decide to watch this as part of our podcast series, you can post comments there as well. So I'm really excited about the opportunity for people to not only listen to these live, listen to and see the video recording of these, but if you really like these series, if you like these ideas, if you want to be able to get these in your headphones, I highly recommend you subscribe to our podcast, Spark. All right. I'll include a link to get everyone started. But otherwise, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for your support. And I'll see you in our next session. Bye, everyone.